host, Michelle, and I am super excited that you are here as always. Thank you so much. I absolutely appreciate you. So this is the first episode in a series around attraction. So I'm going to start um, categorizing attractions into different sections. So to kind of help um, when I look at attractions, just put it this way. When I look at them there and someone asks me a question like, what are your favorite attractions? That sounds like an easy question, but it's kind of not because it depends on certain things. For example, there are certain attractions that I like every day. Like if you said, okay, you have three hours to go into Disneyland or California Adventure which are the top rides that you're gonna ride? Which ones are you gonna be sure that you get in? Those are one type, okay? If you are gonna go during the holiday season, I would say, oh my gosh, you definitely don't wanna miss this. It isn't necessarily the same list that if I only had a couple hours, but it's special because it's holidays. If you said, um, with regards to, I'm gonna be at Disneyland or California Adventure all day long, what rides would you recommend? I'm going to recommend some of those, you know, fun, thrilling, exciting rides, but I'm also gonna recommend sprinkling in some rides where you wanna take a break. For example, rides that give you an opportunity to get off your feet, still fun and exciting, but they help round out your day and allow you to go a little bit longer because you've had a, a moment to recharge. And then there's certain attractions that depending on the type of time of year, for example, if it's really hot, I'm gonna recommend rides that'll get you out of the elements that will cool you off. And conversely, if it's really cold, I'm going to recommend rides that will help you get out of those elements and keep you warm. So it's just, it's just a different way to categorize the attractions. And then at the end of this series, my final one would be my top rides and why. And also in this list, I will give you the attractions I do not ride and why, including the ones I've never ridden and the ones I've ridden several times, but just don't ride them anymore or avoid them. So I'm just gonna give you all kinds of fun things about attractions. So this week, we'll kick off with rides that are best for giving yourself a break. So these are awesome attractions. But the way that I would answer your question or help you plan your visit is that I would sprinkle these out strategically so that you have moments in time where you're taking a little bit of a break and getting off of your feet. So like I wouldn't do these like one right after the other kind of defeats the purpose. It's really to sprinkle throughout the day. That's not to say that you couldn't do that or that you didn't make this like your favorite list. It's just the way that I'm looking at this category is these would be really great ways to fill in throughout your day to give you that needed break. So let's jump in. And these are in no particular order, um, but just to kind of go down the list and how I categorized it in my head. So Pirates of the Caribbean is the first one on the list. So the thing about Pirates that makes it so fantastic is it's a little bit of a longer ride. It's entertaining. It's on the water. It's a boat ride. And the queue to get into Pirates of the Caribbean is one of my favorites because Pirates has 
boats that they fill. Right now during COVID, like over at Disney World, I know they're not filling them to capacity, but let's just assume that, you know, coronavirus didn't exist at the moment. They fill these boats, which means a lot of people can get on the ride at one time, which makes the line move, like always be moving. And that makes you feel like you're making progress. There are other attractions in the park where the line does not move. And so it just makes that wait time just even worse. And the queue is awesome. Like the, the actual theming right there, the way that you kind of meander up a hill, um, the, the uh, trees around you so it's nice and cool and then you get into the building before you get on the boat and you get to see the people finishing up their ride you get to you know smell that water I know that sounds funny but there's a distinct smell in Pirates of the Caribbean that you will you know you will attach to the attraction and you know there's candle companies that have scents that match these rides and then when you smell it you're like oh that brings me back or when you first walk in to Pirates of the Caribbean you get into the building you're like oh there it is like it is just like this distinct smell and the music and just that whole tropical look that they have oh my gosh it's amazing but it's it's a longer ride like I said so you really do get a good amount of time to get off your feet and recharge and be fully entertained while doing that. Uh, along the same lines is It's a Small World. It's also indoors, it's also a longer ride, it's a boat ride, there's lots of people that can get on any boat at one time, it's constantly moving. Um, I personally do not mind that song, I know that drives some people crazy, but I absolutely love it. I have ridden this ride my whole life and I still see fun, new, exciting things but it's relaxing, it's so enjoyable, and it allows you to take a load off and recharge. It's just, and it's it's so, the temperature is so cool inside there, it's just really a great ride to just take a moment. Then there's the train. I absolutely love the train for so many reasons. But one of the reasons, and for the sake of this list that it's here, is because it's a way to relax. You get on the train, and I highly, highly recommend you do the full circle around Disneyland. It's a wonderful way to take in the view of the park, to see the different areas, to get a lay of the land if you're not comfortable or not really super familiar with it. It's a way to see all the people, all the theming as you go from one land to the next, you can see how the theming changes. It's, there's things on the route that you can only see on the train, which is really cool. It's just such an awesome attraction. And it's also very functional, right? If you can go from the different stations and it helps you navigate around the park instead of walking. So I would add that to this one in that when you get really tired or you have tired kids, utilize the train to get from one station to the next to your next set of rides that you wanna ride instead of walking from point A to point B. It's just, a, it's just got so many wonderful purposes the train so never uh, miss that I never miss that and I love it and then the monorail is similar it's also a way to relax it's enclosed so it helps you get out of the elements from that perspective it's really pretty 
in that you're elevated and you can see the park from a different level and if you're lucky enough to go when there's like a parade or something you can see it from that level you get to go outside of disneyland and go through downtown disney and you get to see california adventure um, on your left you get to um, see, like hear some things from the narrator um, it's you get to go by the the uh courtyard area where California Adventure is on one side and Disneyland is on the other. You just get to see so much, but most importantly, you just get to sit back and let someone else do their driving and take that all the way around. You could get off at Downtown Disney and you could start at Downtown Disney, but if you just want a moment, take that full loop. Do not get off at the first station. Go all the way around. It's absolutely awesome. Another one is the Tiki Room. So this one isn't where it's quiet or anything because it is a little bit loud, the show, but it is a way just to sit down for a moment. So the best way to do the Tiki Room is get yourself a Dole Whip. Any variation of that, I like the float more so than the cup of ice cream um, because then I can just uh, eat it with a straw and sit back and enjoy the show. It's very cool inside temperature wise. It's very tropical. It's a little dark in there. So that kind of adds to the ambiance. Enjoy your treat and just watch the show and relax for a few minutes. It's a little bit longer. And that's kind of the theme through these is all these attractions are just a little bit longer than some of the other attractions. And they give you an opportunity to just relax. So the Tiki Room is definitely one that you should experience. Then there's the Jungle Cruise. So the thing about the Jungle Cruise is there's a lot going on, right? There's a lot to see. You've got the skipper telling those funny jokes. So it's like there's interaction, if you will. But at the same time, it's just giving you a moment to rest take in the cool props. I mean, there are some really awesome props in there. I've been going on the Jungle Cruise for a long time since I've been going to Disneyland, which is 45 years ago. And I still see really cool things in there because I think it's habit to look at those same things that you remember and that you love about the attraction and you kind of forget to take in the whole attraction and look at all around. And so I really try to, to make a point of doing that. But again, it's another attraction where you're, it's a little more relaxing and you're being entertained. So these are like, these aren't things where they're not an attraction. They're not fun. They're absolutely fun. They just also have the bonus of being a little more relaxing or giving you an opportunity to take a break. And then the canal boats, which is in Fantasyland. So I love the canal boats. I'm not going to lie. Getting on the boat and getting off the boat is not my favorite because it requires like all the guests to stand at the same time, to sit at the same time so that the boat doesn't tip over. But beyond that, like the actual ride is so cool and relaxing, right? There's a little story, you get to see all these miniatures, the beautiful landscaping. Again, it's on water. There seems to be a theme here. I really like things that are near and around water, but they are relaxing, right? Those, they don't move very fast. They take a little bit longer and they're just really something cool to take in some like things for your eyes instead of like for your feet and holding on and thrill rides there's nothing like this is not this list right that is just relaxing so I love the canal boats 
And then the last one on my list is the Mark Twain or the pirate ship. As I've mentioned before, I've actually never been on the pirate ship. That's on my to-do list. And I swear the universe works against me on this one because every time we're going to go write it, it's the Mark Twain, which I don't hate because I love the Mark Twain. But I need to make a... Um, a mission like I am going to get on that pirate ship no matter what but anyways the Mark Twain gives you an opportunity to to really relax and the view from the Mark Twain is my absolute favorite I adore that view when you leave the port which is in Frontierland and you're going like across through New Orleans Square they're on the water so you're like slowly making your turn and then there's the haunted mansion in the trees oh my gosh I love it and then there's Splash Mountain and you get to watch people come down and then it just takes you into Rivers of America and the Galaxy's Edge is in there so you can see behind I mean you see the back of it but at night you can see the beautiful coloring of Galaxy's Edge above the trees but still you're just like in this gorgeous like it's like you've left California and you're like somewhere like in the Midwest or something in this gorgeous you know lake front and there's like all these trees and nature it's just so relaxing back there and then you you know you're going around Tom Sawyer's Island which is just an awesome place to go to and then you come back but the ride is a little bit longer the ship itself is awesome there's places in the shade out in the sun there's different levels it's just a really nice place to regroup and you know maybe it's an opportunity for you to talk about dinner plans or you know where you're gonna go next or whatever uh, because you know you're not on an attraction you can just kind of like have a moment and regroup or maybe just be in total silence all is fine no matter how you do it but that is an awesome opportunity or attraction to add to your list so those are my rides for taking a break so I'll quickly hit them again Pirates of the Caribbean, It's a Small World, The Train, The Monorail, Tiki Room, Jungle Cruise, Canal Boats, Mark Twain, or The Pirate Ship. Awesome, play, awesome attractions to take a break. And again, my recommendation for you is to sprinkle these in through um, your day in between other attractions because you want to uh, conserve your energy. And when you get towards the end of your day, when you start to get really tired and your feet hurt and people are starting to get a little cranky, these are great opportunities to take a break and yet still be entertained. So I hope you enjoyed that. This is short little episode, but again, we're just going to kick off a uh, mini series on attractions and categorizing them. As always, you can find me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, my website, Patreon. All of the links are down below in the um, show notes description, wherever you are getting your podcast. It's probably different in different platforms, but um, I do give those links. It's all under Disneyland Devoted if you don't look at the links. Um, I, also, my email, I would love to hear from you, share your experiences. What are the things that you always build in for break times or any of the lists that you're going to hear in these series, anything that you uh, would add to the list, agree with, maybe don't agree with. I always love to hear everyone's feedback. And that's Michelle at DisneylandDevoted.com. So with that, I wish you a very safe and happy week. And until next time, 
Bye.